the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for spending your Saturday with me, and uh, I appreciate you doing that. And before we go on, and we're going to get Tracy and Tom real quick, I want to tell you the phone number, 602-508-0960. There's three lines open now, 602-508-0960. Again, there's three lines open yet. And I want to tell you about quality transmission real quick. And I just want to tell you this. The newest information I have about this one gentleman that was struggling was the trice, or, uh, uh, tr- uh, a quality transmission was the one who virtually hit the nail on the head with respect to the final price of the transmission. So there was a situation where a, uh, a gentleman had a transmission that failed, and he was kind of bidding it all over the place. And I asked him if I could kind of just shadow him and watch him. And come to find out the number that uh, Quality Transmission gave uh, happened to be virtually exactly what the number was that ultimately fixed the uh, the transmission on the car. And and it was, a, it was a complete overhaul, folks. It wasn't anything short of that. It was just a complete overhaul. So that's kind of an interesting concept because, again, it's experience. It has everything to do with how well um, you're able uh, to handle it. Tracy, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Good morning. Um I have a 2000 Honda Odyssey that has 177,000 miles on it, and we've had a transmission leak in it uh, probably about going on two years. But um, we had since it was so old, we just decided to um, the mechanic we went to just said we could just keep putting transmission fluid in it. Mm-hmm. Um, our situation now is we've got a daughter that's getting um, close to getting her license, and we're trying to figure out it's, it still runs really well. AC runs good. The only problem is, is we got this darn engine light that kind of keeps presenting its little head every once in a while. We take it in, and sometimes we'll change the gas cap or something else, but it, it's on again. And I, I'm struggling with whether to put money into a car that's, you know, 177,000 miles, 14 years old. We know it's got transmission problems. And I'm trying to figure out when do you say bye-bye, when do you sit there and go, uh, probably got another 50,000 miles in it. Okay, I can answer that for you. It's really a matter of math. If you buy another vehicle, the license plates and sales tax, whether it's used or new, is going to probably, if you buy it in that kind of an environment, otherwise you buy it from somebody where you have to pay sales tax. The, uh, I mean, on a $5,000 car, um, we got $500 worth of sales tax. And then the license plates uh, are going to be another couple hundred dollars. So automatically we're talking about this transition is going to start at about $750 out of our pocket expense. And it's going to grow from there. Okay. Then if I were to say to you, Tracy, I will assume 100% of the responsibility for the maintenance on that van. Maintenance. Everything that breaks, no matter what, for $250 a month. 
for the next three years. Would you take that? I'm gonna um, I'm gonna handle. You're gonna pay the the fuel and the transmission or the fuel fuel and the insurance and all the maintenance. I'm wiping off your plate. And if you whittle me down, I'll go two hundred. You mean I would pay you two hundred dollars a month, and you would take care of the fuel and all the. No, you're going to take care of the fuel and the insurance. I'm going to take care of all the check engine lights. I'm going to take care of the transmission when it fails. I'm going to take care of every maintenance thing for the next two years. Everything that's maintenance-wise, which takes that completely away from you. Mm-hmm. If if 200 isn't good, then tell me what you would pay me. Would you pay me 100? <laughs> yeah, probably. Of course you would. You can't even rent a car for 200 a week. You can't rent a car for 200 a month. Basically, what right. I'm saying to you is, is I'm, I, we're going to turn this into a rental. Okay, now let's think about the math there. If I charge okay. you $200 a month for 24 months, I'm at $4,800, right? Right. I can do everything you ask me to do for that much money. <laughs> I can put a new transmission in that for, for you for that. I can handle that. So you look at it from a financial point of view. It, the engine's good, and we've got a little. We've got some leak that's not been diagnosed yet on the Honda Odyssey, right? No one's really said this is what it's going to cost to fix it. No, they, they actually did um, two years ago. We were on our, We were going to get ready to go to my um, nephew's uh, wedding in Texas, and so I had taken it in. And when I was pulling out of the garage, I noticed that there was some dripping on. We were down to one car at that time, so um, our mechanic said, um, you know. Can you leave it? I said, yes, but I said, we have to go. So we had to rent a van to go to Texas from the wedding. And um, while we were just arriving in Texas, he told us it was it either needed to be um, rebuilt or we needed to uh, get a, get one replaced. And he says, I recommend rebuilding because you never know what you're going to get, you know, as far as a, a, from a previous van, if it's going to work yeah. in your car. And he gave us an estimate at that time. I think um, it was uh, three, eight for a, a rebuilt and if we got one from a different van then it was going to be like 45 or something like that okay all right well it, it it there's nobody that has a new one for your van so they're all rebuilt and they're all rebuilt by different people different manufacturers different uh you know there's a big there's a big place in the mid midwest that buys transmission junk transmissions and rebuilds them and sells them to guys like me to put them in and they cover you know they have good warranty stuff like that so we're talking about a $3,300 transmission or maybe something that's going to be in the three to $4,000. let us open that up to realistically. If you had to pay $3,000 to fix the transmission leak and, and to fix the transmission, and I agree that probably you're best off to have the transmission replaced. I agree with all that. If that's the case, $3,000 divided by the next 30 months is 100 bucks a month. So I'm going to turn it around. Tracy, would you pay me $100 a month and I'll fix the transmission leak and you pay me $100 a month for the next 30 months? Probably. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's my point. My point is, is we don't have to pay license plates. This vehicle's already paid for, so we really have to say, what are we faced with? Now, one of the things that whenever you have that light on that said that check engine light on, yeah. never, never pay a dime and never authorize anything until you know exactly what the code is, because here's what happens. The code might be a P101. So you come in and I say, oh, it's gas cap. So I charge you a diagnostic fee and I charge you for gas cap. And then a week later, two months later, whatever, comes back I don't tell you it's the same code 101 but I sell you an e I sell you a vent a solenoid and uh, you say fine and then it doesn't come on for another three or four weeks and you bring it back or a month or two months but it's got the p101 in it again and so each time I don't tell you really what the code is but it's the same circuit over and over and over again 
Don't okay. ever let that happen to you because once we pay to have the circuit fixed, it shouldn't come back for six months. If it okay. comes back, so the check engine lights are kind of like we don't have that on the table right now, right? Well, it's on now. Okay, it's yellow, right? It's not red. It's red. It's red. It's red. Okay, and and what does that red light just tell you? Red light is usually brakes, ABS, airbags. Does does it kind of tell you anything? Well, I mean, when you say yellow, the engine light never has been yellow. It just on that one, it just it, when it lights up, it it just lights up the little the little thing that looks like an engine. Okay, that okay. It should be like yellow or orange, maybe instead of red. Um, well, I'm not in it right now. Okay. I'm in my other van, but I think it looks more on the red side. So I guess I would say orange. Okay, and and here's here's the here's why it's important. The distinction is, is any dashboard light that reds means stop right now. Don't waste another minute looking. Don't do nothing. Pull off the side of the road and shut this thing off. Okay. That's what red means. But most everything is yellow today. And yellow means, hey, wake up, Tracy. We got a problem, but you're in Omaha. I'm sure you can drive to the next gas station or the next place. You can drive 100 miles, 200 miles. And Tracy, if you want to really chance it, Mark Salem's driven his truck with a yellow truck engine light on for, for 1,000 miles. And, and he was okay. So even that's what your owner's manual says. It says that it's just caution, wake up, something's going on, but you can continue to drive because the computer's capable of changing that from a yellow light to a red light. But just like traffic okay. signals, they're all colored. I think the Odyssey bothers me because they are a well-known problem. But, okay. But it's worth, you can't rent a car for $300 a month, so I'm going to say to you, if you were to budget just $200 a month for maintenance, I, I can virtually promise you, with the exception of the transmission bill, you're not going to spend $2,400 a month in maintenance on that van. You're not going to. So think of it that way. Think, I'm going to rent it from myself for $200 a month. I'm going to put $200 a month aside, and I'm going to pay for the maintenance, and I'm going to put my, my, my child in this. I always did that. I got an inexpensive car for my kids because they're going to scrape the pole at McDonald's. They're going to damage the outside. They're going to damage the inside. And every once in a while, they damage the engine. And I'd mm -hmm. much rather them do that on an old car than my car or my wife's car or a new car. Right. So I like the idea, and it's not—it's not the van, and it's your daughter. It's a—that—that's that, that's a transition I can live with. Do you understand the difference between putting a 16-year-old boy in a van and your daughter in a van? Yes, I do. Okay, okay. So, so, I would like to see you go out. And what part of town are you live in, real quick? I live in um, the. North Phoenix, Tatum and uh, Bell area. Tatum and Bell, Tatum and Bell. Like TV Mall area. Okay. Um, Kelly Clark is at 40th and, uh, and Bell Road, 41st mm -hmm. Street and Bell Road. I'd stop by and say to Kelly, look at my car and either bid a transmission replacement or tell me who you go in this geographical area. Okay. Okay. And Kelly Clark, 41st Street and Bell. Now, there's a I've got transmission shops in the northwest, in the south, and in the east, but that northeast corner, I don't have any transmission shops up there. But I am going to send you, how close are you to uh, Rose, the, the, uh, the I-17 and, uh, and the 101? Um, by Quite freeway, probably 20 minutes, not okay. far. Now, that's, that, that's too far. Um, yeah, just talk to Kelly Clark. Talk to the guys at Kelly Clark, and who do you use, or will you bid this? Because, and and I want to tell you something else. Transmission fluid is slightly flammable under the right conditions. Slightly flammable under the right conditions. Typically, we don't see the transmission fires that we used to see in the old days. 
Okay. So there is that concern, and, and and I and what you're saying to me is is I fed the leak for many years. I, yeah. As it got low, I fed, there's really nothing wrong with that. People do that all the time. Okay. So, I let's let's find out how much the transmission repair is going to be, and then I think then you can make an intelligent decision. But then I want you to bounce back to the two hundred dollars a month or a hundred dollars a month, and say I'm just going to budget that much for 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 the use of the car. And I, I think at the end of the at the end of the year, you're going to find out you have money left over in that account. Whether you start with 100 a month or 200 a month or 300 a month, you're going to have money there. So this engine light is. Do you think that's linked to the transmission then? I doubt it. I doubt it. Um, you 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 said it was a 2000. The thing's 14 years old. It has 177,000 miles. And I'm not quite sure we monitored. Um, Unless there's an obvious problem where you're missing second gear, or it starts off in third gear, or there's a really obvious drivability problem, the check engine light might see that. But all this other stuff, no, the answer is no. Okay, because it's really frustrating. We probably had that thing addressed in the last, I'd say, well, like I said, we haven't done anything with it in the last probably year and a half. But it comes on, and then they'll go up, we'll take it in, they'll read it, they'll say, they'll reset it, and they'll say, just see if it comes on again, because they, they've tested their thing, and they can't okay. find anything wrong. Um, All right, you stay here, because I'm going to address that, because you're talking about a vapor recovery system, and I'll address that on the other side. Tom, I'm going to get you first, but Tracy, you stay right there. We'll be right back. When you want to talk Arizona politics and culture, you want to talk to people that matter. Jane Nordlinger, senior editor of National Review. I think the instinct of conservatives and Republicans generally, when our side loses, is to say, we had the wrong candidate for candidate, and we ran bad campaign. I don't really believe that. I think the electorate is responsible for the choices it makes. Arizona Politics and Culture with Seth Liebson and Tom Brown, Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. DNB Auto Repair is a shop that has been on Mark Salem's best car repair shops list from the very beginning. DNB is family owned and operated and has been in the valley providing honest quality work at a fair price since 1992. That means DNB Auto Repair has been servicing your vehicles and servicing the community for over 20 years. Whether it's a little league game around the neighborhood or Glendale Community College, DNB Auto is pitching in. Conveniently located on the southwest corner of 27th Avenue in Maryland, DNB Auto is also a member of the BBB, ASA, and has ASE certified technicians. So give Dan and Betsy a call at 602-249-2103 to schedule an appointment and find out why their customers won't take their vehicles any other place. You won't be disappointed. They work on both domestic and foreign cars, anything from oil changes to engine jobs. That's DMB Auto at 27th Avenue in Maryland, 602-249-2103, 602-249-2103. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. The path to success or failure starts long before graduation day. And the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. 
Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Okay, forest animals, today is a new day. Kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow. Yes? Have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. Okay, River. Dude. How's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. Perfect for a little riverside shoeless relaxation. Ah, good. Owl, you here? Course. Who's asking? I am. Look, you know the drill. Sleep during the day, scare the kids at night. Perfect. I love my job. Uh, Oak Tree? Sup? Still in the same place I left you last year. That's what I like. Consistency. Well, it's not like I'm going anywhere for the next couple hundred years. I know. I love it. Uh, Turtle. Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Ugh, he's late every morning. You'd think he would have learned by now to leave the night before our meetings. Okay. Squirrel, has anybody seen Mr. Squirrel? The forest has been preparing just for you. Visit a forest near you today. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Mark Salem, and I am here at your service, 602-508-0960. And real quick, we're going to finish up with Tracy. Tracy, you've had this intermittent check engine light that comes on and goes off and comes on, and sometimes they check it and they can't find anything, and then they turn it off, and then they say to you, you know, let us know if it comes back on. Is that kind of a synopsis? Right. Okay. Here's the downside to that. Sooner or later, you got to go to emissions. And what's right. happening is is that the computer's seen a problem and it turns on the light. And if you disconnect the battery cable, the negative battery cable, and wave it around your head five times and howl at the moon twice, then <laughs> that just, I'm trying to say, you know, it takes 20 seconds. Then you put it back on, it erases the memory, but the, the light will come back on. If we don't fix anything, the light will come back on. And, and here's what happens. After the light, after the computer continues to check that circuit time and time and time and time again, there's called monitors in there. And these monitors are a bunch of these little bitty guys that people hate that stand there and watch all these circuits. And they got their arms crossed inside the computer and the and the emissions guy go, Hey Mr. Emission Monitor, how you doing? And he goes, I'm fine, what do you want? And the emission guy goes, I want to know if everything's okay in that circuit. And the little monitor says, I haven't seen anything that suggests that that circuit's good. So I'm not going to give him a passing grade. I'm going to tell you, no, I am not going to say that that circuit's good. So this monitor is going to tell on you. And, it's going to, and, and, and as long as the monitor doesn't reset and say, Oh, Mr. Emissions person, there's no problem. I've been watching this thing for now for six months, and everything is just hunky-dory, just fine, fine, fine. Just it's Everything's okay. So that's going to bite you sooner or later. Maybe you, um, maybe you gather up all those bills and try to determine what the number of that code is, and, and maybe it's time for a fresh pair of eyes to get that thing taken care of. And certainly you got to do it two or three months before you have to go through your mis- next emissions test, or otherwise you're going to have problems. Okay. All righty. Okay. Good, good luck to you. And let me know um, 
hopefully Kelly Kelly Clark's guys can help guide you up there with respect to the transmission because they're they're in that area and I'm sure they don't drive to Sun City to use one of you know our shops there but that just that northeast corner of the valley I'm just um, I don't have a good transmission shop for you up there. Okay, I appreciate right. it. Thank you, thank you, Tracy. Thank you. All righty, and Tom, thank you for holding as long as you did. How can I help you? Yes, uh, Mark. Uh, I hope this is an easy solution. Uh, I got an old Corvette. And uh, it's kind of been redone on the frame, suspension-wise, and everything else. It does have the big block with a four-speed, and when you drive it down the road, say 50, 60 miles an hour, and you just kind of let it off on the gas, give it gas, it has like a jerk, it kind of jerks you. It did it in the beginning, seemed to go away, now it's back. Okay. Is it feel like? There might even be a little clunk there when you're in third gear or fourth gear, 40, 45 miles an hour, and you just kind of you throttle it up and gently, and you let go, and then you throttle it back up. Does it seem like that there's a little bit of play somewhere? No, it doesn't seem like there's a clunk. I was just thinking maybe it was fuel or something. I mean, all the U-joints were done on the half shafts and, of course, the drive shaft and all. And like I said, it seemed to do it in the beginning, seemed to go away. And I didn't drive it for a while. I had some uh, problems medical-wise, and okay. we took it for a ride today, and it seems to be back. Just like you go 50, 60 miles an hour, and you just kind of ease off on the gas, and you just give it the gas, and it gives like a jerk. Okay. Okay. And what year is it? It's a 67. Okay. Well, it... it there. The carburetor has three different circuits. It has an idle circuit, and it has a cruise circuit, and it has a wide open throttle. Let's get the heck out of here circuit. Exactly. When you go, when you back off the throttle with the manual transmission, the the automatic transmission would kind of go into a neutral, but it would still apply a load. In your particular case, there is no load because it's four speed. So when yeah. you back off the throttle, it kind of goes into neutral, and 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 there may be some deceleration load. Then when you come back on it. Would it be more proper, it would be like a, a kind of a hesitation. There's kind of a flat spot in the throttle, so when I come back on the throttle, nothing yeah, happens. Yeah, it seems to be that way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It, it's got three deuces on it, but, of course, it's just the two barrel that's running at the time. Okay. It's got three deuces on it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You need to tell me that at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's a two barrel when I'm just driving it down that way. I'm not getting on it. The other ones are just dumpers, you know. Okay. So. Um. Well... The, the process is kind of the same, but um, it, does this have progressive linkage on it where you can run off the middle two-barrel and then the other ones don't work until you go three-quarter throttle? No, or? it's got all the it's all factory. It's got the vacuum lines okay. on it. And all right. Yeah. All right, so we're using all three of them at the same time. The the, the issue is is you don't have an EGR valve on that because it's too too old for an EGR valve. We didn't even do EGR valves till 76 or something like that, 73. Okay. So it's not an EGR valve. So the question is, is, is this a fuel supply problem? So if I were driving that car, I would put a propane tank on my right hip. I would I would actually make you drive. I'd be in the passenger side, and I'd have about 14 feet of rubber hose, and I'd stick it right down the throat of that middle carburetor, and and I'd make you go out and show me what's going on. Then as you do that, and after we, I I know exactly what you're talking about, I'm going to take this little propane tank that you usually have on your lantern, and I'm going to open it up about a quarter turn, and I'm going to say, do it again, do it again, do it again, and I'm hoping that as I add fuel to one of those carburetors, and we may move it around some, I'm hoping as I add fuel to it, we're going to eliminate that. 
And okay. when we do, we know, oh, fuel supply. Now the question is, which one of the three is causing us the problem? And I'm going to move the hose from the first one to the second one to the third one and see if we can determine that. But you're not going to get me in your car for less than 105 bucks an hour. And this is going to take us an hour. <laughs> and, and, and we're going to have fun doing it. But this is the diagnostic process that we're going to use that many guys my age would use. So we, you're telling me all three carburetors are working at the same time? Well, didn't you say that all you said? I thought you said that all the linkage was factory. Yeah, and it, it if, is. If that's the case, then one is connected to two, just like two is connected to three. Okay. And 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 I'm thinking that you can look and see, but as you throttle up, if it's factory, I, they wouldn't run a big block Chevrolet with a two-barrel carburetor, and they wouldn't use the other two barrels, the other four barrels that you have sitting there just on wide open throttle, because that two-barrel would couldn't move enough air for the big block. Okay. Okay. So I just can't. So I'm thinking. It, now there's guys out there that do progressive linkage. So otherwise, the first carburetor, the big carburetor, is going to take 50% of the throttle. But after we get to 55%, then we're going to start kicking those other two bears in, and we're going to start pumping some fuel to that big block okay. Chevrolet. So, um, what part of town do you live in? Um, up by uh, Dynamite and uh, <clears throat> Tatum. Okay. Yeah, you helped me before. Yeah, I think on email and stuff like that. And right. uh, here's what know, I'm thinking. I mean, I, I'm thinking I, I want you to call Tom Blackwell is not on my list. Okay, he's okay. not on my list, so the, the guarantees don't extend to, to Blackwell Automotive. And I know that Tom is working a deal right now in a trucking company in Texas. Tom would Tom could figure this out. Okay, he, he's the only one I know that could figure it out, and I know that we could figure it out. I just don't know anybody who's really, really good on the multiple carburetor Corvettes that's not going to guess with your money. Okay. So um, I'd call Blackwell and see if he's scheduled in, and if he's scheduled in, then make an appointment with him to ha to drive your car. But it could also be it could be a vacuum leak, it could be too much air, or it could be not enough fuel, it could be too much fuel, it could be a float level that's a problem, it could be an ignition problem, it could be a vacuum advance or a mechanical advance problem. Okay. It could be so we have to determine ignition or fuel first and then we'll be able to fix it but that's what it's all about so that that's kind of what has to be what happened is it a daily driver well it could be but I okay. we, we just take it out you know on all the right. weekend early in the morning time in fact we took it out right after five o'clock all right I gotta, I gotta run but let me ask you yeah. a question okay. just stay there I'll be right back this is Bob Jones owner of quality transmission service in Tempe over the years we've noticed we get two types of customers one customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair. The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. Mark Salem has a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and so do you. His name is Tom Fletcher. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. 
One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of 101, and the other one is at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was the finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award, and in 2004 they won that BBB Ethics Award. Thunderbird Auto has an A-plus rating, they have ASC certified technicians, they can fix anything with the steering wheel, and they offer a free cursory ring inspection that some others charge $49 for, and they're the only shop you know that offers two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. And if you have a problem with them and you go through Mark Salem's BBB process, he'll put $5,000 of his money up to guarantee you'll be treated fairly. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Homeowners, there's never been a better time to try Connecticut's water twin tank non-electric home water treatment systems. For a limited time, they're offering a free 30-day trial. They'll even waive installation fees on pre-plumbed homes, making it zero out-of-pocket cost for you and no obligation. Kinetico protects your plumbing, appliances, and fixtures. It removes chlorine that makes your skin dry and itchy and fades your laundry. You can have great drinking water at the tap instead of messing with bottles. You'll enjoy that their system is water pressure powered, low maintenance, and super efficient. So operating costs are cheaper than a traditional water softener. You can rest easy knowing Kinetico has been in business since 1970, has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, and no complaints with the Register of Contractors. Why wouldn't you try Kinetico? Call today, 602-904-5800, or visit KineticoAZ.com. That's 602-904-5800. Maricopa Water is the exclusive authorized independent Kinetico dealer for Phoenix and Tucson. Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. All about that theme in the automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry Ford. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And we're going to finish up with uh, Tom real quick. We're going to grab Adam. And uh, and then if you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Hey, Tom, I've, uh, I'm glad I had the break to think about this. Um, I hope you have a pencil and paper handy. Do you? Uh, in a second. Okay. I'd like to mention one thing. It doesn't seem to do it at lower speeds, so that's why I'm thinking it's kind of fuel. Well, if, if anyway, that, okay. If it were a fuel problem, if you got out there on dynamite on a Sunday morning after the bicyclists leave, or before they got there and aired that thing out, then if you can if you can kick it up into a high RPM, high load range, and okay. it doesn't run out of fuel, then it's not likely going to be a fuel problem. It's not okay. going to likely to be a fuel problem from a supply point of view or a pressure point of view. It could be 
that we've got a, uh, a fuel bleed in one of the carburetors, a fuel jet plugged up, so when we tip the throttle back in, we have to suck fuel past that blockage or compensate it from some other way. But yeah. This is, all right, on the west side of town, Mike's Auto Tech. Okay. Tom Action Auto. Okay, Tom Action Auto. Okay. Right. And uh, 25th Street Auto. 25th Street Auto. Those are all guys that have been around a long time. We're all old hot rodders, and those would be each one of those guys would be worth a call. And yeah, and I think wh what you're talking about, we need to narrow it down. Manual transmission. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, uh, I interrupted ma you. Manual transmission, big block Chevrolet, cruising down the road uh, at 2,200 RPM, back off the throttle come back on the throttle and there's a little of a, a tip in hesitation I'm coming back on the throttle clunk. okay the reason the reason I asked you about the clunk was yeah. is because if there's a clunk it's a suspension uh, problem or yeah. uh, or a drive shaft problem and you, and you eliminated that so I threw that out I just wanted to make sure to eliminate that early so you're talking about a tip in hesitation from a four-speed big block with it with a three deuce uh, uh, three deuce setup okay Okay, well, thanks a lot, Mark. All right, good luck to you, Tom. Thank you. Adam, you're up uh, next, buddy. How can I help you today, Adam? Well, I got a question. I've got an uh, 05 excursion with a 6-liter diesel, and I'm getting a code coming up for my EGR valve. Okay. And I don't remember the exact code anymore, but I'm, my question to you is, is that something I can wait for a week to take to the shop, or does that need to be looked at right away? You know, when you say six liter Ford diesel and you say EGR, it makes me quiver. Um, there's an EGR cooler underneath the intake manifold, and the EGR cooler's job is is we're going to use coolant to cool the e exhaust gas recirculation circuit, and that springs a leak. And then we've got EGR application where we open and close the EGR valve, and then we've got the port from the exhaust coming into the EGR, and the EGR is just this valve that sits on top of two pipes. And all it's going to do is open and connect the two pipes. So we got exhaust coming up one pipe, and then on the other side, we're going to send it right back to the air intake side. Otherwise, we're going to reburn it again. So when you have an EGR code, I get kind of nervous. That's one of them that on the 6-liter makes me nervous. And it's unfortunate because if Alan, my son, he was scheduled to be here with me this morning, but we had a problem over at the car wash. Alan would know that, no problem. So I'm going to give you the second best person I know. I want you to call Monday morning if it's okay with you. And I'll give you the number, and you're going to ask Alan this question. Yeah. Okay, it's 480-598-1234. Alan okay. Salem, I got this EGR code, and if you have the code number, give it to him. And uh, I'll he, get it by then, yeah. yeah. I'll have it written down. He'll know, and his, his one of our techs, uh, Dale Scheifler, the two of them will know. They, they'll know all the possibilities, and they'll and they'll be able to say to you, 70% of the time, da 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 and 10% of the time, da 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 and the other one is a real wild card. So, now, in the absence of any water in the oil, if the oil dimmer turns milky, or there's any oil in the coolant, and in the absence of any other drivability problems, I would think you're safe to wait until you can accommodate the, the repair, accommodate the diagnosis. But if okay. there's any drivability concerns, or any smells, or any any you know, oil in the in the overflow jug, then then I'm going to change my mind and say no. I I I don't think you should be driving it. 
Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you much. You betcha. Thompson's Auto Repair is over in Mesa. They've been around since 1970. And Brian and Thelma is a husband and wife that really, 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 once you meet them, once you shake their hand, you'll understand why they're one of my favorites. I, all, of my, all of my shops are favorites, but they are certainly a favorite because they are such great people. And, and this is their, kind of their motto. We're going to treat your, you and your car, and we're going to suggest repairs on you and your car the same way we do our own mothers and our fathers. And that just means a lot. That means a lot because they're telling you they're honestly going to take care of you. They understand the value of your car. They understand how important it is to you. But you're not going to get any different of a service than they provide to their own mothers and fathers. And that's kind of important. And, and I can tell you there is nothing at all that would suggest that that's not true. So Thompson's Auto Repair, Stapley and Main Street, just east. If you don't have a good shop, that's a good shop. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Hugh Hewitt, Megyn Kelly, and Real Clear Politics. And all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork. And all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. Hello. I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Forecasters say Arizona will be hit with major dust storms this year. Will you know what to do? Dust storms develop quickly and reduce visibility in just seconds. Any dust storm, large or small, can be dangerous for drivers. Will you know what to do? When a dust storm hits, pull aside, stay alive. Pull completely off the roadway, turn off your lights, wait for the storm to pass. Learn more at pullasidestayalive.org. Sponsored by ADOT in partnership with the Arizona Broadcasters Association and this station. 
Six acres, plus a wonderful three-bedroom log cabin and large barn. It's part of the historic Zane Gray Ranch, and this parcel is for sale. It's walking distance from the Tonto Creek and the ultimate in privacy and beauty. A private spring and cozy cabin on six acres and just under two hours from the valley. Located at 676 West Forest Service Road. Just Google MLS 68842. That's MLS 68842. MLS 68842. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Be sure to check out The Patriot's listener deals. Shop online and save big on quality items and services. Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the listener deals banner. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and it's 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The lines are open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. So if you have a car question, you're welcome to give us a call anytime you want. Right now is a good time because the lines are wide, wide, wide open. And I have been having trouble with my levels all day long this morning, and I just can't seem to figure out what the heck I'm doing wrong. But hopefully I've, and it's not there on your end, Jeremy, it's on my end, because I'm getting two different levels on my screen in front of me, and I, okay, and I appreciate that. This portion of Unhood is brought to you by Kurtz Auto Repair. He's up on Bell and I-17, and as I've told you before, Kurtz is a great guy. He's got a great family, but the best part about Kurtz is he's doing something that they used to do in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, but he continues to do that, and that's this. If you're a new customer and you bring your car in and trust Kurtz for the diagnostic and the repair of your car or the maintenance in your car, the next day or so, his wife will stop by your house and drop off some home-baked goods. And that's their way of saying thank you for trusting us to work on your car. Kurtz has been doing that for a long time. Not too long ago, a lady called me who lived in that area, and she had been told that the engine on her truck was bad. And they were talking estimates of three and four and five and $6,000. And I says... There's something that bothers me about this story, and, 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 and it has nothing to do with you regurgitating what you've been told. I understand that. And so to talk to you about it, really, but just take it over to Kurtz and have him check it. And Kurtz put an oil pressure switch and did some other minor work to the oil pressure system, and she's still driving the truck. It never needed a motor. And admittedly, one of the persons that said it needed a motor did it over the phone, but you have to say to yourself... How valid is a diagnosis diagnosis over the phone? Even my own. Let's throw my tail end in there. It's I'm only as good as the information you give me. Now, I think I could probably come up with people that write me afterwards that say you were right about 30 to 40% of the time. The rest of the time, um, I know the path to get there, but I'm not going to be able to guess what's wrong with your car. And second of all, I'm sure not going to be able to guess the repair number. The, the, the estimate number. So think about that when you're calling around and stuff like that. John, good morning to you. How can I help you? Well, good morning, Mark. Um, I'm just calling to thank you for all the work you do because I used one of your um, referrals on your MarkSalem.com or your 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 website. Uh-huh. And it was Kelly Clark over here on Bell Road. Um, they worked on my wife's van this week and said, hey, it's going to be an alternator. And they went through three alternators. It wasn't it. They traced the traced it down to a starter that had a broken piece on it the car runs great now they charge me a little more but 
that was because they had more diagnostic to do, and they were always up front with me. So what I'm calling to say is thank you very much for all the work you do and the honesty of the people that you do recommend because, you know, it sure saved me a lot of time and swearing working on my wife's family. I didn't know what I was doing, you know. So, <laughs> Listen, buddy, you have no idea how much I know that. I, I told My wife said to me, I don't know, years ago, she said, why do you go out of your way to to be friendly to the kids in the neighborhood? And I said, because those kids are going to grow up to egg-throwing teenagers. And as long as I'm airing up their bike tires and greasing their chains and laughing with them, and, and, and they know they can come over and watch me work in the garage, and they know that they're welcome, then they're not going to egg our house. And, 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 and she says, that's pretty weak. And I said, well, we'll find out, won't we? So, um, but let me ask you a question. What was yeah. the symptoms you went in for? Um, my, the man was very hesitant on gas. When I would press the gas down, it would be like I had a weak fuel fuel system. Okay, so there's kind of a blah. Yep. Okay. And then, how did we get from there to an alternator? They said the alternator was bad. Okay, so um, they put one on, then they put the second, then they put the third, and did they tell you it's not the alternator after the third one? Okay. And they said it's the starter, and what what it was was the positive peg that sticks out of the starter that the cable connects to was broken, and it okay. fell off in the mechanic's hand. But they said everything is in her line as far as the fuel pump, the starter, and all that. He, he, that they're right. They're, 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 so they fixed the bad connection where the battery meets the entire rest of the electrical system. And did you leave there with your old alternator or a new one? Uh, I left with my old alternator, but a new starter. Okay. The, well, that's that, exactly that's what, what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and that's what I asked the guy, too. I said, now, do I have a new alternator? And he goes, nope, you're not putting on parts that we don't need to put on. Oh, man, you have no idea how good that makes me feel, because that's exactly what we're supposed to do. Now, Kelly and Rita are friends of mine, and they've been friends of mine for a long time. Have you ever been on a houseboat? Uh, no, but I heard the story about it once. Making, uh, you heard the story about making a nest? No, I heard a story about standing up in the, in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing as hard as you are. <laughs> For the rest of you that missed this story, I went to Kelly and Rita's houseboat, and Rita, a red-haired fireball, she's just the nicest woman in the world. But I want to tell you something. If she, if you say something that offends her, she's gonna ra- she, she may not even raise her hand to tell you that you offended her, she'll, but she'll let you know. So we get on the board, and she says, Mark, come here. So she takes me into the bathroom, and she says, we do not stand up and go to the bathroom. I don't care how good of an aim you are, you will sit down, and you will use the bathroom that way. And if you're going to sit down and do something other than stand up, I want you to put toilet paper in there and build a nest. Oh. <laughs> and I and I said, I said, Rita, I usually just hang my butt over the outrails outside there, but I'll use do whatever you want me to do. So the next morning, Rita's making breakfast. The bathroom's right around the corner. I, I'm this just this kind of a person. My mind is sick. Everybody that knows me personally knows I'm a sick son of a gun. And I get a big pitcher of water, and I go into the bathroom, and I shut the door, and I hold the pitcher up as high as I can, and I start running that pitcher into the water. And clearly from the kitchen, she can hear that I am not sitting down when I'm going potty. I'm standing up. And she came through that door at 400 miles an hour. And uh, and Kelly, <laughs> to this day, Kelly laughs, and he says... <laughs> He says, I don't remember anybody getting her worse than you did. And I said, that's really not something I'm bragging about because I'm still scared of Rita. 
<laughs> but she also said the, the nest, and I said, "Don't worry about it." I said, "I'm not going to waste the toilet paper to build a nest in the then and then and then. I'm just going to use the jet ski and go out in the water because that's what that's what us cowboys do." So anyway, um, when you stop by there, you can say, "Is that the truth?" Is Mark telling the truth about that? And see what the guys say there at 41st and the Bell. That's what I'll do because I'm taking them muffins. I'm a baker for Costco. I take uh, muffins after I get done helping because they were so honest to me. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna tape this and I'm gonna send it to Kelly and I'm gonna tell him this is this is what all of us are about. This this kind of um, this kind of good car repair is is what it's all about. And and I'm blessed beyond my wildest dreams to be able to identify the very best 50 or 60 shops in town that continue to do it this way. So thank you for calling. Thank and you. Thank you for doing that. All righty, John. Thank you. Bye bye. Mike, you're up next, buddy. Hi, Mike. Hey, uh, I've got a 2005 Dodge Grand Caravan, and lately as I'm accelerating, uh, mainly to get on the freeways, I have no oomph. And when I start to uh, shift, and once I get over about 3,500 RPMs, it starts making like a, almost like when a teapot's done, like a little and then if I let off the gas, it'll shift gear, and then I can get into a lower gear and, and, and maintain speed or increase speed. Okay, that those are you, you've really done a great job. I I think I can hit this. I, I'm 75% sure you have a, an exhaust restriction. I think the mufflers come apart and plugged into the cat, or the cats come apart and plugged into the muffler, or maybe the cats plugged up and that wheezing noise you're hearing is air. The front side of the exhaust is loaded up with lots of air, but you, you can imagine the potatoes been shoved in the tailpipe, and so it ain't coming out the back end. Okay, and so. So, what part of town do you live in? I live over here on uh, 43rd and Thunderbird, and yeah, I, I usually go to Kurtz up okay. there. Yeah, uh, he, are you pretty handy? You got a you got a, a drill, uh, a little. Oh. Yeah. No? Uh huh. Okay. Uh, here's what here's what you really should do. Now, everyone should own a temperature gun from Harbor Freight. Now, if you took the temperature gun and you started, you got it good and hot, and you, you just crawled underneath it real quick, and you gunned from the front, and you went every foot down the exhaust. One foot, two foot, three foot. When you got to a point, you'd find that this is hot. number three is a hot section and number four isn't. So there's my restriction. Okay. But you can also drill a couple of holes, one in about six to eight inches in front of the catalytic converter in the pipe and one behind it. And then what you do is you just get in the car and, and, and run it up to about 2,500 RPM and just let it get really, really good and hot. Then you get underneath there with gloved hands and your hands are about four or five inches away from the hole. And as you can expect, if the catalytic converter is plugged the front hole towards the engine, the air that's going to come out of that is going to come out like a jet engine. And behind the catalytic converter, there'll be nothing to blow out a match. Does that make sense? Makes sense to me. All right. That's how we test it. Then you can do the muffler as well. And then when you're done, put a couple of sheet metal screws in those two holes. And you're <laughs> yeah, done. To, to plug them up. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, 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 and if you go in there and, and just tell Kurtz, I would say to Kurtz, um, uh, let me describe my problem, and and, uh, and and I think I can even show it to you. Come take a ride with me or whatever, and and, uh, and then he calls you and, and just say, um, um, if it's plugged up, did, did you drill any holes in my exhaust? And then he'll say, probably, he'll probably say, yeah, and say, did you put screws in them or did you weld them up? And he'll say, I put screws in them. And then you say, I prefer you weld them up. And, and, and what you know what Kurt's going to do? He's going to say, no problem. No, he isn't. He's going to say, no problem. And then after he agrees to welding him up, you say, Salem said that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, but, hey, uh, real quick on a second question. Uh, he, uh, I took my daughter's car in there. She had a 96 Camry. And 
it was uh, the code was uh, the knock sensor. So I replaced the left bank, the right bank, and uh, how long does she have to run that car? I, I mean, the check engine light's not on now because obviously you've been pulling it off the battery. How long does she have to run that car to, to, to find that back if the code's still there or not? Um, actually, with no check engine light, um, that's a good sign that it's not. And, and typically, the monitor will reset to a perfect condition within 5 to 15 days. And here's what the monitor has to see. And this is craziness. The monitor, I'm the monitor. I'm watching the knock sensor. And what I want to see is, is I want to see the car go through three or four heat cycles. Otherwise, I want to see it start cold and end up hot three or four times. I want to see so many miles at 10 miles an hour, 20, 30. I want to see RPM range here, here, here. I want to see air conditioning on, air conditioning off. I want to see this ambient temperature. I want to see that. And so I have all these parameters and all these cups that I need to fill. And so as your daughter drives that vehicle, it looks and goes, oh, she was just doing 2,800 for three minutes. And it looks at the charts and goes, okay, I can check that off. After all that check mark gets stuff gets done, then the monitor is reset. To be honest with you, if it's if she it's been 15 days since they put the knock sensors in or fixed that circuit, um, the monitor has already reset. Now, does she uh, need to go up uh, on the freeway because she lives real close to work? All she does is go to work, go home, go to work, go home, maybe to a friend's house. Does she need to get that on the freeway to really bump it up at one point? Well, no. I, I think on the 05, aren't they just going to plug in underneath her dash and look and see if the monitors yeah. have been reset and the codes? There is no tailpipe test. Okay. So she okay. now now for those of you that are unsure what what you should do is this is the deal, if you're unsure as to what how they're going to test your car and the vehicle emissions to give yourself the best chance and to make sure that the values you give them are correct, if you're sitting in line, I want you to sit in line. I don't care if the air's on or off. I want it in neutral or park, and I want the RPMs up a tad, and I want you to sit there at about the RPM somewhere around uh, 12, 1500 RPM. Keep the in the motor warm. Keep the exhaust warm. Keep everything kind of going. Now, if you're seven or eight cars deep, forget it. When you're three up in the front, then go ahead and start it up. Turn the air, you know, you can turn the air on whenever you want. And and just keep the idle up, and let's keep that motor good and hot. Let's keep the catalytic converter lit. Okay. But in, in your daughter's case, they're going to plug in underneath the dash. The monitor's going to say 10-4, and she's gonna, they're going to send her on her way. All right, yeah, because we were getting ready to take it down there, and I just wasn't sure if I needed to drive it anymore for. In so. the old days, yes, but not now. Okay. All right, cool. thank you. All right, thanks, Mark. Bye. You bet. And let me tell you about uh, uh, as much as used car uh, salesmen, auto mechanics, and lawyers have in common, which is that nobody ever says that they want their daughter to marry a car mechanic, <laughs> a lawyer. <laughs> Or a used car salesman. Robert Ramirez Law is a good guy. He's an Arizona native. He's practiced all kinds of law in the Phoenix area his entire career. He works closely with everyone, his staff, the clients, the experts, everybody, to ensure that you're treated fairly. And he's not shy about telling you, no, I don't think this is a case that I want because of this, 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 or yes. He's settled and litigated lots of cases. He sat in the courtroom. He's been in front of the judges. He has that experience. He also has the experience to be able to guide you. So if you have a, a law question, maybe it's a divorce, maybe it's you want to send a nasty gram to your neighbor, whatever the situation is, call Robert Ramirez Law, and he will guide you to somebody who can kind of help you out and determine. So while Robert may not do divorces, 
he'll know somebody who does a divorce. And I hope that's not in your future. Until then, please drive safely. Um, wear your seatbelt. Don't drink and drive. And if somebody does something nice for you, just reach your hand out and say thank you. It's still a nice day. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.